It's the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. Uh, The website is mainlyplants.com, at mainlyplants on social media. You can get a hold of me through all those places. Let's jump right into it, ladies and gentlemen. So last week, we started on how to read a food label. If you didn't listen to last week's, please go back and check it out. Let me just adjust my volume or my levels here a little bit. <clears throat> Does that sound better? hope it sounds better. I think I was peeking out a little bit before. Um, just one second here. <clears throat> okay, so my allergies have been killing me this week. Oh, man. Last, uh, this whole this whole year has been really bad with allergies, for me at least. And, and a lot of people that I know, too. Something Something about it here in Arizona. But anyway, so we started off, um, like I said, with how to read a food label, uh, and we we got through fat, and we talked a, bit, a little bit about sodium, and then we finished off with sugar. So this week, we need to get into carbohydrates to start off with. <clears throat> and again, if you haven't listened to last week's, please go back and listen to it because it's the first half of uh, basically a two-part series. Okay, so carbs. They are the same trouble as sugars. Now, everyone who doesn't really know a lot about nutrition is anti-carb these days, and that's a problem. Carbs are the main source of fuel for your body, which means that they are good for you. The problem is what has happened in America since 1980 is that 90% of the carbohydrate intake in the States right now is white flour, white sugar, white rice, and white pasta. So that's pretty much what everybody eats, and they blame... Things like you know grapes and other fruits um, for their health problems because they have sugar. Now these products are stripped of their nutrients and they're concentrated in calories. The average intake of unrefined whole grains for an adult, um, adult American, <clears throat> is less than one serving per day, which is sad. Okay. Now by whole grains, white rice does not constitute a whole grain. Brown rice does. White rice is rice with the outer husk removed. So now the nutrition facts label only lists total carbs, and I'm not really interested in total carbs, and neither should you. I only want to know if they add refined carbs. So what do we do? And what do we read? Well, the ingredient list. What we want to look for is the word whole, like sprouted whole grain or whole grain or whole wheat. And it has to say the word whole and it has to be spelled W-H-O-L-E. There are some companies that have been known to cheat and then it doesn't fall under the legal guidelines. Now, occasionally you'll see a couple other words. The legal requirements around carbs aren't very strict right now. There are still a few others that are okay. Rolled is another word, like rolled rolled oats or stone ground or cracked. Those still represent whole grains. But be careful because in the last decade and a half, everybody was anti-carb. Products that had a lot of carbs in them lost sales. So they tried to find new ways to market the product and you would see fancy names on them. Uh, Things that would be marketed as organic or unbleached. Um, you might have seen something that says uh, unbleached uh, semolina unbleached semolina it's spelled S-E-M-O-L-I-N-A do you know what that is? it's just white flour 
sometimes you would see products saying wheat crackers and the first ingredient was wheat flour and guess what that is it's white flour if it doesn't say the word whole it's white flour so they're skirting around they're tricking you now here's a little bonus you can check the fiber content I like to see uh, somewhere around three grams per 100 calories now it's not you know it's not the main rule but it's a good indicator if it's made with a whole grain okay so we went through those guidelines right now we're gonna evaluate products and see how we can put this to use but before we do that let's do a quick review okay now rule one I talked about last week it's never ever believe anything on the front of any product ever rule two I also talked about last week always check the nutrition facts label okay here are the three steps check the calories check the sodium against the calories read the ingredients list what we're looking um, what we're looking for are three things we're looking for no bad fats you make sure you limit the sugars in it and make sure it's whole grain okay so if you look at the typical nutrition facts label they they all the things that I'm look similar because in the United States there's all they're all standardized and they're all called the same thing they're all called nutrition facts that's actually the first lie right there on the label uh, but we'll talk about that maybe later right now underneath it says serving size and I'm looking at a box of crackers and it says 11 crackers and in parentheses it says 30 grams that's the weight of 11 crackers now it's important to know the serving size because all of the numbers underneath that are per serving so if you eat 22 crackers you have to double all those numbers because that's two servings a lot of, you know for a lot of people this is basic but for a, a large number of people people don't necessarily realize this especially with um, if you're doing your own cooking uh, and you are looking at the nutrition facts of what you're cooking you might, might be cooking something that is four servings or 11 servings you have to boil it down to one serving to see what you're really getting per serving Okay, so uh, underneath underneath that it says um, servings per container, and you'll see a number there. And on here, on mine, it says six, or about six. Now it's also an important number because you have to know how many servings are in the whole container just in case you eat the entire thing. If you're anything like me, and right underneath that you see calories. That's an important number for what we're looking for. Right next to it, we see calories from fat. That's also an important number. Now below that we see total fat, saturated fat, trans, poly, and mono. These are all important things. However, on a label, you don't really need to ever look at this section. You don't ever need to look at these numbers. You don't really need them. Not only that, but they're put in there in a way that's deceptive, and I'll I'll tell you about that in a second. Just don't mind those numbers. All you want is calories, calories from fat, and sodium. Carbs we're going to look at the ingredients okay fiber you want to make sure that there are at least three grams and sugars you're gonna look at the ingredients those are rules of thumb okay if there is any nutrient you don't have to worry about if you're eating healthy it's protein now you've heard me rant and rave about the myth of not getting enough protein a million times now you see all these numbers down uh, at the bottom and there are percentages and there's columns and stuff like that uh, it would take me a long time to explain where they got these numbers and what they mean and all for me to just tell you that they're useless so let's skip them and 
you see these percentages of daily value. Now, <clears throat> these are actually based on all of the numbers above, which is completely worthless. So basically, don't worry about any of that bullshit. Now, here's what's interesting. If you go to the FDA website and you read their little guide on how to read a label, they'll tell you that since we're all busy, they've made this system very easy for us. The only thing that you really need to do is look at the percentages. They're the best, easiest numbers to analyze a label. Um, they are completely worthless in my opinion. So let's do a little comparison. Let's say you went into the supermarket and you bought um, this box of crackers. And you realize that a lot of what's on the front is just advertising and marketing. So you look at the nutrition facts label. Um, let's say that it's, again, the label that I'm looking at right now. So I mean, if you want to pause this and go grab a label so you can follow along, go grab a box of chips or Cheerios or whatever out of your uh, pantry. Um, now, what I want you to all do is analyze one part. We're going to look for fat. And what I want you to do is find a number that describes fat that's in bold. So you want to make sure you have a number, make sure it's in bold, and make sure it describes fat. Okay, so you have your number, and on mine, it says 7%. And it's not by accident that we see that. So if I pick this up and I wanted to know how much fat is in it, and I look at it and it says total fat 7%, would you think that's high fat or low fat? Well, I would think that it's low fat. So you put it in your, in your shopping cart and you go along your way. But let's do my guidelines and let's see. It's got 130 calories. 20% of 130 is 26. For sodium, it should be no more than 130. It's that one-to-one -one ratio. Now, how many calories from fat do you see on the label? Well, on mine, it says 40. Now, let's, that makes this product 30% fat. So is that 7% accurate? Is it helpful? The sodium is 380, so it's got almost 50% more fat than I would recommend, and it has about three times the amount of sodium. So you can see what I'm saying, right? It's bullshit. It's not good for you. Now, anyone want to guess what product we just analyzed? Uh, on the how to read a label, the one that says baked crackers um, made with organic flour, all natural, no hydrogenated oils, no artificial flavors. It's not real. It's not good stuff. Okay. So that's again, remember rule number one, don't believe anything that's on the front of your box. Now we've got a real problem in the States, like I mentioned a little bit earlier. In the late 1970s and early 80s, we started getting health messages to go on a low-fat diet. And all the food companies came out with products that were low-fat or fat-free. So we all loaded up on them. And now we're left asking this question, um, if everything that we ate was low-fat and fat-free, then why are we so fucking fat? Well, let's talk about it. There is... A natural vegetable health uh, broth that I'm looking at, that I have as an example of. And on the label, it says 99% fat-free. And on the top of the label, on the side of the product, it also says 99% fat-free. Now, you don't have to be a genius to figure this out. If it says 99% fat-free, how much fat should there be in this product? Okay. And for those of you who aren't good at math, it's going to be 1%. But remember rule number one, don't believe it. So I'm going to look at the back and see if it is in fact low fat. Well, it's got 30 calories. 
1% would be 0.3 calories from fat. Uh, is that, I mean, that's just generic basic math, right? Okay, so let's see what it says in the back. Now I'm going to find that it says 20 calories from fat, which makes this product 67% fat. Now it says 99% fat free on the front, but it's actually 67% fat. That should be that should bother you. But the real question is, how do they get away with this? Now listen carefully. What we're going to do is analyze some of the numbers that we talked about a few minutes ago, um, and I told you to never pay attention to. And the only reason I'm going to be talking about this because you know even though I told you not to think about it not worry about it um, is because we are going to analyze this <clears throat> now I'm going to get into this a little bit what you need to do is look at the weight of fat per serving okay it's two grams and then you need to look at the weight of fat uh, uh, the um, weight of the serving itself now these numbers are not in bold and they're not next to each other so if you don't know how to do this, it's not really that easy to excuse me figure out. You take the weight of the fat, divide it by the weight of the serving, and on mine you'd get 0.8% fat, which rounds up to 1% fat or 99% fat-free by weight. But here's the problem. Since we've been getting health guidelines in America, all the health guidelines have asked you to limit fat as a percentage of calories. Yet every product labeled in the world lists fat as a percentage of weight. Now, they're two different systems that have absolutely no relationship whatsoever. And not only that, but the calories from fat weren't even listed on the label until the last update. They used um, to, only use, uh, to only list grams. So to get the calories, you had to do math. So they said by consumer demand, they listed calories from fat on the label now. But I don't know what consumers they were listening to because that's not what I requested or what I would want. Um, because I don't want to know calories from fat. I want to know percentage of calories from fat. But for me to get to percent of calories from fat, I have to do math. It's long division. And how many Americans shopping around in your typical local grocery store are going to do long division? Or even remember how to do long division? So let's say you went to your doctor and he said, you've got heart disease. You should limit the amount of fat that you eat. So if you go to the grocery store and you pick up a product like this soup that says 99% fat-free, and, and you look at the nutrition facts label, and you have some faith in the government, okay? And you take a look at it, and the first thing that you see is calories from fat, 20. Now, maybe you know what to do with that, and maybe you don't. And then you see total fat, 2 grams. And maybe you know what a gram is, or maybe you don't. <clears throat> but you're glad that there's only two of them because two is a small number. <clears throat> then it says 3% uh, of daily value. So they're listing fat three different ways by three different systems in one section. Now, would you consider this helpful or would you consider this confusing? Now, it's not done by accident, okay? There was, uh, there was a company called Kraft Foods. And they were, and still are, very big into the low-fat trend. So let's talk about some of their product, okay? Now, back in the 80s, everything had a lot of fat in it. Fat's got a certain texture. Um, it's shelf-stable, so they put into a lot of food. And let's say that you have a container of, of uh, product from Kraft Foods, 
I don't really want to get into what it is because I don't feel like getting sued by them. But um, let's say in this container, they put a tablespoon of oil. And this is just an example, okay? A tablespoon of oil is 120 calories. And it's also 120 calories from fat. So if that oil was in this little container, this product would be 100% fat. But then 1980 rolls around and everybody wants low-fat products. You've got a product that's either high fat or all fat. So you're kind of screwed here with this product. You have to either make it a better product or cheat. And guess what they did? What they did was add water. Does water have any calories? Does water have any fat in it? Um, so where do all the calories come from? It's fat. But does water have weight? Yes, it adds 750 grams to this product. So the total is now 764. So you take the weight of the fat, divide it by the weight of the serving, and you could sell this 100% fat product as 98% fat-free by weight. It's bullshit, right? You can't trust it. But realize that there has never been a health guideline based on weight. Now, like I said before, with using Kraft as an example, um, they had this issue, and then there was a suggestion within Kraft to add two seasonings. And the, this new product with these two seasonings sold very well. And do you know what it is? It's pretty much how they make low-fat, fat-free soups and salad dressings and mayonnaise. All of that. They just add seasonings to water and fat. You just water it down and then add some thickener and salt and sugar. And you don't realize that there's a dilution. Because it's all mixed together. And it's got salt and sugar, which you crave. Because things that are high in calories often are salty and or sugary. And your brain craves high calories. That should, be, that should bother you. So that's how they fool you. They dilute the percentage of fat by weight. So that's why when you go into a grocery store and buy 1% products like 1% milk, you're being fooled. It's 24% fat. Not only that, it's got a shit ton of sugar in it. When you buy 2% milk, it's 34% fat. They're screwing you. Now, I'm sure everybody's seen the Food Channel. And there is a, a chef on the Food Channel. And I was watching it the other night, and he was making this recipe. And, you know, I was watching this show because I like to get angry about what they're cooking. Uh, and marketing as tasty, but... They don't, talk about, they don't talk anything about the health. But this chef made this recipe and he said, we're not using whole milk, we're going to use 2% milk because that has 98% of the fat removed. Well, that's just, that's just incorrect. It has very little fat removed. So you've been buying something that says 99% fat free and you find out it's 70% fat, that should bother you. This chef who's on the, the Food Network doesn't even realize what he's cooking with. Now, what if you've been buying something for years, maybe even decades, that's been listed as fat-free, 100% fat-free, and, and, and you know, just now you find out that it's pure fat? Would that bother you? Would you, would you still use it? There's, it's, th this is very prevalent, okay? There are things that say they have no calories, no calories from fat, no weight of fat, you know, no sodium. No cholesterol, no carbs, and no protein. 
Yet, they're, they're, it's not true. It says fat-free. But it's a legal loophole that they're using to get away with it. The legal loophole says that if a serving size is less than a half a gram, they can round everything down to zero. Okay, so if something says serving size 0.25 grams is a quarter gram less than a half a gram, well, yeah, so they can round it down to zero. So you can get something that says 0% saturated fat, and it could have up to a half a gram per serving. So let's say you buy, let's do some math real quick. Let's say you buy uh, a box of crackers, okay, and it says fat-free, zero saturated fat. And you look at the back and it says 0% saturated fat, but it's got eight servings in it, okay? That means you could have up to four grams of saturated fat if you eat the entire box because it's point, say half a gram per per serving rounded down to zero. I hope that makes sense. Let's take a look at another example, okay? I'm sure everybody's familiar with, I can't believe it's not butter, okay? It says that it's zero calories, but the ingredients are soybean oil and buttermilk. Now, the last time I checked, they have a shit ton of calories. So how'd they get away with it? It's all about the serving size. They made it a quarter of a gram. So everything becomes zero. Now, you would expect things to get better over time, but they've only gotten worse, okay? In, in advertising and marketing, they lie to you. It's, it's unbelievable, okay? People, things are, like I said, listed as, you know, 100% fat-free or 98% fat-free, and it's not. And how do they get away with it? Well, it's that serving size, okay? Everything becomes zero. Now, if you understand that, you understand the myth of, quote-unquote, low-fat in America. Americans have never been on a low-fat diet. The average fat intake per person in the United States has gone up consistently since 1970. Now, over the last nine years, fat intake went up. But you know what went up higher than fat intake? Calories from all the added sugar and white flour. So what happened to the relative fat percentage? The result fat percentage appeared to go down, but it's not because Americans ever ate less fat. Americans are heavier now than ever. Now we've gone over a lot of information, right? And a lot of it's gotten very confusing. But if you wanna just make it easier on yourself, focus your diet on unprocessed whole natural foods. Those are the healthy foods. Things like fresh fruits, vegetables, whole grains, starchy vegetables, and beans. These should, if not be 100% of your diet, they should vastly dominate your diet. The rule of 80s. If you don't, don't know what the rule of 80s is, I talked about it before, get a hold of me. You should be limiting, 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 limiting your packaged and processed foods. The best foods you can buy are things that don't require a nutrition label. If you think about that, that's the produce section. You want at least 80% of your cart to be whole produce. You have to safeguard yourself, even in, in 
you know, Whole Foods and Sprouts and all the health food stores. If you noticed every product that, you know, looks flashy and looks healthy, I shouldn't say everyone, but the vast majority are skirting the system. You have to check the sodium against the calories and you have to read the ingredients and make sure that there aren't any animal fats in it or any bad fats. You need to limit the sugars and look for whole grains. If you turn a product over and it's got a, an ingredient list a mile long and you can't pronounce half the shit, you shouldn't be buying it. Don't ever put in your body what you can't pronounce and you don't know what it is. And you can also just look, you know, if you want to know if something has animal products in it, look at the saturated fat. If there's any saturated fat in there, or any cholesterol, more importantly, because you can get saturated fat from things like peanuts, but look at, the, look at the cholesterol. If there's cholesterol in it, it's got animal products in it. You get zero cholesterol from whole food plant-based diet. I've talked your ear off for the past two podcasts, and I've lectured you on how to read a food label, but it's important. And again, it's important to note that they're changing the food labels, I believe it's next year. They're going to have more information on it, and they're claiming that it's going to be easier to read, but who knows? Who knows? But things like percentages against weight aren't going to go away. So I hope that you take what you've learned here and apply it and practice it. You know, go back and listen to this podcast a couple times while you're looking through your pantry and see if you've bought things that you thought were healthy that in fact aren't. Ryan at MainlyPlants.com if you want to email me questions, comments, concerns. Esselstein is my homeboy shirts. Still available. Go to MainlyPlants.com. Click on Shop Mainly Plants and it'll take you right there. And until next week, go eat a salad.